I do. And I don't. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a Monday, Monday. Um, and you're listening to, actually, you could be listening to this on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, or even the following Monday. So I shouldn't assume what day it is for you, but you're listening. I know this for a fact. You're listening to I Do and I Don't podcast show. Because it's kind of like this interesting thing, Kat. I'm here with Kat Skinner. Hi. It's kind of like this interesting thing, Kat, where like if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? So like this intro and, and, and this podcast exists outside of the hearing of other people, but we can know that no one is like they're not listening to this if they're not hearing it in a sense. Do you know what I'm saying with that? Not even a little bit, no. but I think, I think, you know, we have no control over the context or the time in which people are listening, but we know that they are listening. We know that they're listening, but more than that, like I say, you're listening to, I do and I don't podcast. This, this is still going, this is still existing in audio form somewhere, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean anything until someone hears it. It has no context. Yeah. And it doesn't even exist to be heard. Like it, it's almost like. There's no, like the audio doesn't happen unless there are ears to hear it. So when I'm sitting in my apartment during this pandemic by myself, Mm -hmm. am I actually even existing? Oh no, definitely not. (laughs) This is the great thing about like, this is the thing that people are like, oh, this is crazy. Well, we don't, we're not existing in this time. Like this is kind of like a bubble. It's like a black hole of time that when it's over and we finally get to leave the house, then time resumes. So right now we're in suspension. Yeah. And that's why they should stop like any sort of like, oh, someone has to charge someone else rent. Someone else has to like all this money stuff. They should be like, nothing costs anything. We're in a bubble where everything's like just. There's actually a lot of arguments in favor of that right now. Yeah. Because there's no money moving. Pause the economy. Pause it. Until there's a vaccine. Right. And then everything can. (laughs) Well. Pause it until we can safely leave the house. Like, mm-hmm. we know that enough people have gotten it or whatever. I don't know what the solution is. But I don't know either. You know what? Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows what to do right now. Somebody, somebody's sitting there, like, in the WHO headquarters going, yeah, we, we know exactly what's going on. We're think? controlling everything. We're monsters. Do you think? Like, I, I've actually lost all faith that anyone knows what's going on. Well, it's a conspiracy theory, but, um, yeah, I don't. I, you're right. I, I think. Everyone's sort of guessing. Mm-hmm. But we're not guessing here at I Do and I Don't Show. We're giving you <laughs> <laughs> marriage advice that is, well, you can you can bet on it as it's if it in, was a horse race. It's inscrutable. Yeah. It will hold up to the test of time, oh, pandemics, yeah. Oh, yeah. plagues. We get about, you know, Locusts. three or four lines of information from someone. And mm-hmm. from that, we extrapolate an answer that is 100% bonded. Absolutely. And it's guaranteed to shift your life in some direction. Some direction. <laughs> wow. So, um, and we'll just say that um, Kat gets these questions. People send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com or one of our Facebooks or Instagrams, I do and I don't show. And then she reads them. She keeps you anonymous. She keeps people anonymous from me. And uh, then she reads me the questions. I've never heard them before. And I give you almost professional marriage advice. And then she weighs in on it with some sort of nonsense. Yes. My nonsense comes from a place of once presuming I knew what I was talking about with regard to relationship. But 
like all other things that COVID has taught me, I know nothing about that either. Kat is an ex-relationship guru. Yes. Now I'm just... <laughs> or a relationship guru with another ex. Um... <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's sad and funny because it's kind of true. All right. So are we uh, jumping into our first question? <laughs> okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Dear, I do and I don't. My wife and I have been married for five years, no kids. Since the pandemic, I'm more aware than ever that I want a divorce. She's always been pretty tightly wound, but now I'm under constant scrutiny and criticism. No matter what I do, it's wrong. How long do I wait this out during COVID? Am I an asshole if I set the divorce ball in motion now? Well, um, first of all, first of all, I would say no, they're not an a-hole. Um, to set the divorce... I don't know why I felt like I shouldn't say the... Forward. When I think of I've the things that all. you have said in this space, it's it's confusing to me as well. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm very conflicted, re swearing, but um, no, I don't. I wouldn't say that being honest about your feelings and that you want things to be over is an asshole move. But where are you gonna go? <laughs> there are some practical measures. Yeah, there's and like, considerations. <laughs> there's a little bit of um, self preservation uh, that has to happen here. Where, you know, you're going to, she's already um, miserable to you. Now just end the marriage and see how that goes. See how that's going to feel in <laughs> the same household out. with this person. Well, I will say like landlords are still renting. Mm-hmm. Real estate is still possible. Lawyers mm-hmm. offices are all still open. Right. All those things continue to exist. So if you have a way of like extricating yourself from the matrimonial home, then... What would you say, Kat? Sooner is better than later? I would say, have you tried therapy yet together? Oh, man. I guess we could try to save the marriage. Yeah, I would I would try couples therapy. And even if it's not going to save the relationship, at least it will help you articulate the end in a way that will hopefully offer a lot of closure for each of you. Breaking up with a therapist is a very powerful exercise because then you're pretty sure that you're making a sound call. Yeah, well, first you have to get in a relationship with a therapist. And then... <laughs> Um, Uh, Yeah, no, I mean using a therapist in order to facilitate a breakup. I don't think you should go in with that spirit, but just accept that it might be a result of your work. But this guy has wanted to leave this woman for a while. while. It sounds like. And I think, you know, you have to come up with a solid exit strategy, like Mm -hmm. an actual actionable plan here because it's COVID times. And like you, like this is a, a, uh, what is it, Uh, where it's like... uh, the thing from the tea kettle kettle this is a kettle waiting to boil burn boil this is a wettle kettle what is that saying i don't know this is a ooh this is a, a kettle, pressure cooker pressure cooker <laughs> <laughs> joel gets confused with all of his kitchen appliances yeah um this is a uh this is a mixer no this is a this is a blender waiting to blow no this is a uh, sorry, this is an oven that's turned up hot. This is a pressure cooker. Um, <laughs> no, this is quite the crock pot he's in. So, <laughs> no, it, you know, but I mean, it could be a case of like when he leaves her and gets to go somewhere else, that might not be that great. So it's like out of the frying pan into the fire. Oh, here we go still. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, now I have to think of some of my own to throw into this mix. Keep talking. I'll, I'll try to... I mean, right now you feel dirty. You got to get into that dishwasher and clean yourself up. You that, know what I mean? That's not even a thing. Does it's he not... have a sinking feeling? Oh. Like, is that what he's feeling? 
timer is up on this relationship. Yeah, what's going to happen is he's going to say, I want to leave you, and she's going to counter with something else. Oh, wow. Joel, <laughs> I can't. It's breakneck puns. All right. Mm, so what's your suggestion? Uh, my suggestion was, yes. Um, the, the thing is that, as you say, um, with this whole uh, go get couples counseling, and then you know, he's pretty confident that that's going to lead to the end of the marriage. I wouldn't go like, hey, babe. First of all, he's probably not calling her babe. Hey, <laughs> hey, Hitler. Um, <laughs> based on what, you know, she's, she's very. Anyway, um, hey, hey, you Nazi. Um, we should go to marriage counseling. You know, say it that way instead of like, hey, let's go get divorced through marriage counseling. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> You're you know? right. 100% you should suggest it. It's kind of like in, in a positive way. Really, we we often advocate for honesty. I know I advocate for uh, manipulation a lot as a joke, but in this case, like I feel like you know, it's not a bad thing to keep your cards close to your chest because no, definitely not. You're gonna just hurt. Like you're just gonna cause a lot of pain and suffering for both of you in this situation. Yeah, if you lead in with "Let's go to a therapist" because I want to break up with you and I don't know how to do it without help. Like that's yeah. I think this will be so, right. so much nicer if we just go and get someone else to tell you why I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if, if you want to go the, if you're 100% like just confident, well, you're, you're thinking you should always do the therapy route. I think so. Especially in a marriage, like mm-hmm. you've invested a lot at this That's point. That's true. Five years. Eh, it just seems like a long relationship, you know, and how many, like could two of those years be like, I've wanted to leave her for two years now. And now I definitely know like. Sometimes people's desire to leave in a relationship has to period in life maybe you're a miserable shrew or maybe you haven't learned how to fill your own purpose mm. before looking okay. to fill your own hole fill your own hole fill your own cup as we were saying before yeah. and uh but it does sound like this woman is very um anal in her way like a very specific like kind of yeah na- she's hypercritical nagging. that must yeah. be exhausting to live with but maybe there are some really informative in knowing why she's the way she is. Too. And is that even like, is that the one problem? I mean, a lot of the questions we have are not, how do I divorce my wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. We don't get a it's lot usually of Usually, like, you know, things are really hard. I may feel, I feel the need that I may have to leave, but this is the issue. Is there any way we can help with mm-hmm. that issue? And I think that that's really what we'd rather uh, help people with. <laughs> yes. But in this case, yeah, I mean, just maybe there's a solution to the issues that you're having. Do you think that the pandemic may have like really just inflamed the existing issues between them? Exacerbated them? Exacerbated. Exacerbated them? Yes. Um, Exasperated. (laughs) Exasperated. Yeah, I think they may have perspirated these uh, issues. Um. Well, 100%, but that's just like driven home the issues he already claims to have had. Mm -hmm. However, he may just be like misremembering, you know, he may be slightly annoyed with some things and just holds them within himself and he's never had a conversation with her to say like, hey, by the way, when you run me down all the time, it doesn't feel very good. Like, okay, maybe you know how to load the dishwasher better than I do. Well, you don't have to complain about it. Or maybe I don't put the pots and pans away correctly. Or maybe I don't stop, I don't stop the microwave before it beeps and then open the door. I just open the door 
and she's afraid of radiation. <laughs> That's a whole other episode right there. <laughs> but yes, and I think a lot of the reason why relationships come to a head is because one or the other or both parties don't feel like they're being heard or understood by the other person. And that's the beauty of therapy because you have a third party in the room and they give you each a voice and they make sure that you are heard and understood. And who knows what can happen once you achieve a place of understanding. Yeah, so maybe the the true answer that we would like to give is genuinely go for couples counseling Yes, and genuinely have an open heart and an open mind towards the idea that uh, maybe things are actually kind of lovely other than this, maybe some areas of issues that you need to talk out. Yeah. That are excascarbated because of COVID. <laughs> All right. So do we want to um, solve someone else's life problems? Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Dear Kat and Joel, during COVID, I've started to realize how attracted I am to my coworker. He's smart, hilarious, and though we're very different, we have amazing conversation. I'd always been able to keep things professional, but now I feel myself slipping. What's worse is that I'm also in a relationship, which has been under serious strain since the craziness of the pandemic. Why do I suddenly have this grass is greener perspective? Does this mean my current relationship is wrong for me? Am I only thinking like this because sometimes it feels like the world is ending? I know that's more than one question, but I'm basically interested in figuring out how to manage this situation and not make a mess of everything. All right. So this is definitely written by somebody that works with me. Um, <laughs> this, is a, uh, <laughs> this is a personal coworker of mine. How can you be so certain? Oh, uh, just because of how the, like, d- describe the, the coworker again. He's smart. He's smart. Hilarious. Hilarious. That's me. And though we are very different, we have amazing yeah. conversation. Yeah, I have most people that uh, that I work with, I have amazing conversation with them, which is a lot of times cat me guiding the conversation. Like I they're not contributing that much. No. No. But uh at, at my workplace, yes, they uh people come to see me and and they they're like, "Oh my goodness, this is hilarious and smart and this conversation's amazing." So, I'm pretty sure it's somebody that I work with that wrote that. Okay. It could be. <laughs> Don't you work with a bunch of dudes, though? Yeah, it's one of the. Okay. <laughs> it's one of the guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so what is the first question of the? Why do I 10 suddenly questions? have this? <laughs> why do I suddenly have this grass is greener perspective? This is like the. Thing, There's so many questions here. There's yeah, three. Let's just start with that one. So it feels like uh, this is probably a COVID theme. <laughs> When you say that, where it's just like you're you're in that, as we were saying, pressure cooker, or all the flaws, all the cracks are going to show because you're constantly staring at the pottery. The same crack. Yeah, the same. <laughs> at the same crack. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, when you're uh, faced with the monotony of the same pottery over and over and over again every day. <laughs> oh my day. goodness! What? A, yeah. Um, so what do you do? Well, the, but the thing is that, like, is this indicative of long-term marriage? Which I always find it funny to say long-term marriage because marriage to short-term marriages <laughs> yeah, instead of those short-term marriages that uh, shouldn't happen. <laughs> but is it indicative of that? kind of you'll be with this person the rest of your life is covid kind of a nice um training ground for 
for forever. No, it's so not. So you're saying that like in rate, like your regular life for the rest of your life, you will always have so much space away from each other that you can survive it. Cause when you're, when you're, uh, 65 or however old people are when they retire 60 some people never retire some people never retire some people uh always work and live at home or something like that like if you when you retire or let's say you you've had one of these lives where you're separated and doing your own thing during the day and it's nice to come back home to each other Mm -hmm. but if you're retired you're going to be with that person all the time I guess if that's like, what your retirement picture looks like. like. If I ever retire, I intend to keep busy. Like, I'm not going to well, sit in my house all day long. I know my grandparents kept busy, but they would, like, my grandma stopped le- knowing how to drive because grandpa drove everywhere and mm. they just were always together. That sounds like a nightmare. Well, they loved each other. Big, big guy. <laughs> Is there something wrong with me that I think that sounds awful? Like, to be constantly with one person all of the time? Um... I I don't know if, if it's a right or wrong thing, you know, but this is like there is that part of that is there is a reality for a lot of people that that's going to happen. And I feel like maybe if you've uh, gone through like you've gone through the fire, you know, you've raised children, you've seen and you've, people have died in your life, you know, the horrible things have happened. You've had to get through them together. And then when you come out the other side and you're retired and you're, you know, in your 70s and you're always together, you're like, well, this is my best friend that I got through everything with. Like, there's just that camaraderie. Maybe that's a wonderful thing. But for these people, well, this girl, is she dating this person or? In a relationship. relationship. So it's it's a dating thing. But, like, um, is this, like, a good, like, heads up, you're... Just not, or does she need that time to develop that sort of like, hey, I'm, I'm, I, I can't, I can be with this person all the time because I really, 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 really love them. Um, also, it could be that she's noticing these little things that if they were to get married and start living together or be together more often, she would hate them, and and you know, so yeah, run away, run for the hills while you can. <laughs> like, what, what's your thoughts on those uh, things I just said? Well, the grass is greener perspective. You know, I think if we're suddenly so limited in our scope of who we get to interact with anymore, mm-hmm. it, that's going to create all kinds of interesting dynamics, right? Like if your choices go from being whoever you want to spend time with in the world to like a couple of coworkers and the person you're self-isolating with, right? you know, you don't have any more buffers in between all the other things. Um, and if the relationship is under strain because of, life let's say right Mm -hmm. now in the pandemic and you do have this great rapport with someone else then but but p.s this person is going to work they're interacting with their coworkers, so they're they are away from their it's not that they're both at home all the time i kind of missed that point yes so she doesn't have as much of an excuse as a lot of people i think that this coworker, aka me is just that amazing (laughs) of a person (laughs) <laughs> that they can't they, they they really want to be with them but but, but but the grass is always greener because you know you don't know no like you're... maybe when you start you know spending all sorts of time with me <laughs> you're gonna start mixing mis- mixing <laughs> another appliance mixing <laughs> you're gonna start whisking the x 
you're going to be like, oh my goodness, this guy spends way too much time propagating his plants. Yeah, and this that's like, what do you what do you do with that? Joel, are you reading on about lenses again? You know, just reading about gear like it, uh, that's annoying. Um, well, you do make a good point, and this was also in my argument, which is that you can kind of romanticize other people when you don't really know them, right? Like mm-hmm. you create sort of this idea of who they are. And in fact, yeah. you have no idea who they truly are until you spend that time. Sometimes my favorite period of, of learning about someone is when I only see their picture <laughs> and I can imagine you can project all, all, the fantasy. all the wonderful things about this person. Oh, they're so funny. They're so wonderful. They're so sweet. And then as the reality starts trickling in, when you start talking to these people, you're like, oh man, she's so needy. She was so amazing before I ever said one word to her. <laughs> Why won't she stop texting me? Yeah. Um, Am I only feeling like this because it feels like the world is ending? Oh, well, that's another good question. So like this idea that, um, you know, carpe diem. Yeah. Like, like, what if things are forever altered and we can't go back to any sense of normal? Is the person I'm with right now the person I want to be with through this? Not just through this, but if these are my last days. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Because that's what she's saying, the world ending. Yeah, like she, she's she's really dramatized it. But like, if this is the last, my last time on earth, do I want to spend it with this person? Or can I find someone that I that's smart, funny, has curly hair? <laughs> that was decidedly not slight, in this description. Slight Jewiness to him. But, you know, he's not Jewish, but he, is he Jewish? You know? He's Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, yeah, hilarious, definitely hilarious. Um, that's a good point. Maybe that is the kind of like, maybe is that how we should live? I mean, that's what you hear. Then you should like seize the greatest apple. Yeah, I mean, it, or if we're just gonna make up expressions, <laughs> I'm gonna do it too. You gotta like look at the orchard and and seize the greatest apple. Pluck the most beautiful apple. Yeah, pluck the shit out of that apple. But like. <laughs> But Kat, there's a thing I've heard, and this is a bit of an aside, about dating up. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Where you date someone who's a little beyond your tier? Well, you date this person, then you keep on looking for someone that's better than that person. Like maybe oh. makes more money or is a little bit more charismatic. Then you dump the one and you go for the other one. Interesting. And then you just keep on dating up or upwards. But like, don't you think that's dangerous if there's no period in between each person? At least to kind of reset and recharge. I don't think that it's a, it's a soulful style of dating. Okay, <laughs> it's kind of like get what you can sort of style mm-hmm. of dating, which is a, a certain uh, segment of society would subscribe to this. So, like, even if she does decide, or he does decide that this coworker is a better fit, there should definitely be a pause button. Mm. See, this is you're ruining it. <laughs> But really, you're ruining because what what these people want to have happen is that they want to like this. It'd be nice for her to have a torrid love affair. Life is boring with COVID. It's yes. scary. Yes, the, the, everything's heightened. Uh-huh. All of our emotions. I mean, you know, I just bought ice cream at the store. I think I'm going to enjoy it more than I've ever enjoyed ice cream in my life because right. it's just going to be kind of like this. <gasps> I got this. <laughs> I, I went out into the dangerous grocery store. We, when I was younger, you know, I read this 
some book, I don't remember what it was, but it was talking about someone who was poor, like a, someone living on the street in like old timey England, or actually even the Willy Wonka story. Mm. And you remember that Charlie was so poor. I think it might have been that. We'll attribute it to that anyway. Um, and he gets the chocolate bar and it's the, the description of eating that chocolate bar. Oh, yeah, bar. it's like porn. Yeah, it's just like, whoa, I want that. But <laughs> sound exactly like that. But in our world now, like we can have chocolate whenever we want. I got some chocolate bars downstairs. Like I bought some uh, chocolate that I'll eat at work. It's just like regularly I can have chocolate. I don't experience chocolate that way. But now during COVID, and it's like you have to line up to the grocery store. There's things that are missing. You don't know if you're always going to be able to get chocolate. So you have to eat or, the chocolate when, you, when it's butter, there. Uh, ice cream. So yeah, you're like, oh, I got Reese's Pieces peanut butter ice cream. <laughs> okay, so how does that apply to this though? She's that. This is the uh, experience she needs or wants. So she wants to get so, something. So it's not, let's stop this one relationship and because I feel the grass is greener with this hilarious guy and let's like take our time to process that and then go and start. No, no, no. We're not in that time. <laughs> She's not going to have the ice cream sit in the freezer for a month. She's going to eat the ice cream cat <laughs> before she even finishes the other bowl. of Like the other ice cream, she's pushed it into the sink so your advice is she to... Hasn't, that dish hasn't even gone in the dishwasher. <laughs> She's going to have this ice cream. Your advice is to basically eat from both bowls then? I'm not giving that as advice, but uh -huh. I'm saying that... You're she, suggesting that's what she wants. She's going to do that, yeah. That's the whole purpose of this. So, um, <clears throat> but maybe if we're giving advice... <laughs> Which we are. <laughs> Which is the point of the cast. Um, yeah, maybe it's a better idea for her to... Uh, <laughs> Take a moment. No, I want your advice, Joel. I don't want what you think is a better well, idea. Well, my coworker depends which coworker it is. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's the one I'm hoping, uh, <laughs> yes, okay. Let's say it's the one you're hoping for. It's the one I'm hoping. Um, I would say that first of all, um, you know, it's probably not going to end up being a long-term thing, sweetheart. <laughs> Just because you know the coworker thing. Um, but, uh, we could have a bath together. <laughs> You're going to get in the tub. No, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to speak, uh, from my own perspective, but. <laughs> it's hard to speak from your own perspective. <laughs> in the, as if the other person is really me. That's a, it's hard to speak as myself, but as my pretend self. <laughs> I feel like this entire episode has been an existential crisis. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, she, she, what's the third question? I, I'm sure I didn't answer the second <laughs> one, but I gave a lot of ideas. I don't think I answered the second question. Do you want to? I mean, I don't know. Do I? I, yeah, I would say that everything is heightened right now because of the state of the world and it is not a good time to make any decisions. <sighs> Boring. <laughs> what's the last question? <laughs> question number three. No, no. The last question of the Of questions. her question. Oh no. Okay. So grass is greener. Why? Yeah. Um, does this mean my current relationship is wrong for me? Huh? I don't... Did we answer that? Is no. that the last question? No, that was the second one. The oh. last one was, am I only thinking like this because the world is ending? Oh, so we answered the last one Yeah, first. We, we circumvented. Is this relationship wrong for me? We don't have enough information. So let's go to the third question. We can't answer that question. No, we can't. Okay, so the third question of the episode then? We're off Yeah, we're but off I, will say, I will say that... Works that works with you? I will say that, um, yeah, why not? The relationship's wrong for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> just because you want to have a bath. Yeah, if this okay. guy's not funny enough or smart that's, enough. That's presuming it's the coworker you're hoping it is. What if yeah. it's the coworker you're hoping it's not? Uh, then stay where you are. <laughs> um, it's better for you to just, uh, you know, make any decisions. you're in a warm, it's the end of the you world. got a roof over your head. You're in a nice, warm, cozy relationship. Just enjoy the other, just enjoy the body heat until COVID's over. Okay. That's all very sound advice, Joel. <laughs> and whoever you are asking this question. You poor thing. <laughs> about Joel or whomever you're working with. There you have it. Okay. Question number three. Hey, Joel and Kat. Mm, it's good that they put my name first. <laughs> Switch it up. My husband is so hard on himself. He works all the time and has accomplished so much of what he set out to do, but I feel like he never really takes the time to realize how much he's achieved. This creates a constant drive in him to do more, which often makes it feel like he has no time for other things, like date nights or downtime. How can I help him slow down and appreciate his efforts and hopefully connect with me on a deeper level? Uh, there, I, there's an easy answer. What's your answer? <laughs> Why are you laughing? You don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't, but it's just like how fast you threw it at me. I have this solved, but what are you going to yeah. say, Kat? What's, what's your solution, Kat? We'll see if we, uh, if our, if we match. Uh... Um, I think that she has to tell him how proud she is mm. and enjoy her company and their connection with each other. And I think she should encourage him to just like take stock of all the things that he Interesting. You know, that wasn't what I was going to say. But now that you mention saying that uh, she's proud of him, you know, um, <clears throat> there's somebody that I know personally who uh, I think struggles with their father being proud of them. And I think this is a very common probably trope. Now, tropes are usually for writing, but they probably, you know, as a we, common issue. As we life. write the stories of our lives. Mm, mm. Life is a stage, and we are all players. <laughs> I'm not a player. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I hate the play. Um, okay. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, a lot of times people, like, there's a drive. Where does that drive come from? And I guess it can come from many different places. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe he grew up, he didn't have very much, and he's got this drive to provide or to um, turn himself into, like, some sort of a... Um, what's the word when somebody's like a becomes somebody and a big entrepreneur, but like they're like a I don't I don't want to say kingpin. Uh, no, a kingpin is a different thing. I the, think that has to do with crime. Crime, yeah, not a crime boss, but like a boss boss. A boss boss, like a COO. Yeah, he wants to become a boss, and uh, <laughs> you know, so maybe he has a drive coming from that. But in a lot of ways, it could be a simple thing where daddy didn't say, "I'm proud of you." And so he's working so hard to make his father proud, and um, and he just, you know, that it, maybe his dad has passed away, or his dad is one of those guys that's just never going to say it. Those guys exist. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for her to say, I'm proud of you, that might be a moment. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be a huge, like, what? You know, and... Um, I mean, that, that's a thought. That wasn't my advice. My advice was give him a massage. Awesome. That's it. Like, just go like, hey, babe, can I give you a massage? Oil. You're working so hard. Yeah, you're working so hard, baby. I just want to ease your, you know, stress. 
And he's going to be like, oh, my goodness, I love this massage. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this time with you. You got your hands all over. It's going to lead to sex, no no question. Um, but it'll just be, he'll just take it easy. And if he says, I don't have time for a massage, I mean, this guy needs therapy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you don't have time for a massage, Kat? It's true. It's true. I think that's nice. That's a nice reinforcement of the I'm proud of you. With uh, with some nice, like I say, oils, mm-hmm. and don't be afraid, like you know, to massage the butt, the butt cheeks, and maybe even go down the crack a little bit. That's our next episode. Stay tuned to episode <laughs> twenty, uh, episode thirty, where we talk about. Actually, no, it's episode thirty-one. It's two episodes from now. Stay tuned to episode thirty-one, where we talk about more butt stuff. <laughs> That's right, more butt stuff. <laughs> More, more, but stuff. But uh, I feel like we—that was a too too easy. But we got to find the root of that. Yeah, issue. find the root of where his uh, desire to constantly achieve things comes from. Mm. And maybe he's really busy with something. And can you help? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it's just like, hey, I need to get this done. Oh well, why don't I do this? You know. Oh, that's great. Now I have a helper. Now we can do it in half the time, and then we can be intimate with each other even if that means just watching a movie and having a snack yes although the sex part is always nice isn't yeah, it yeah just like a nice a sensual massage leading to how many times a week would you ideally have sex well i mean i would say that probably daily would be nice yeah but um yeah that was my an- my answer too 14 <laughs> 14 times of, honestly, I would like to say that that's a possibility. 14 might be a bit much for me. <laughs> me too, because I have a child there half the time in a very small home. But Yeah, that that's my problem too, is definitely not a f- exhausted. But I guess you could build up to that. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I could say, scale it back to seven though. Yeah, like seven times a week. Um, and I'm, I, I am not the type that likes morning sex how do you feel about morning sex i i like sex all the times of the day <laughs> it's harder for me to come in the morning not picky well like i feel like if you're gonna have morning sex it should be like get up brush your teeth mm-hmm. you know maybe a bit of refresh the old do grab a bite to eat you know because who wants to have sex on an empty stomach well, i usually fast in the morning so yeah Ugh, okay well that's your thing but, have but yeah, no, I, I, that's my routine. I wake up before the other person always, just because I always wake up early. I go to the washroom and I brush my teeth and I slip back into bed like as though I had never mm, left. Tricky, tricky. Mm-hmm. And then they've got the, the piss boner. <laughs> Convenience. <laughs> oh, you got a piss boner, you know. I'm not really aroused. I just need to pee. And then, <laughs> you know, slip it in. Um, but yeah, like morning sex is not necessarily a time for orgasmic achievement. It's just a nice time for like some. I don't mind like okay, if I woke up and I had a bit of like I say a piss boner. <laughs> it's so sexy when you say that. Like I would that. love to. I like. I mean, I don't want to have rude titles, but it would be so funny. <laughs> piss, piss boner. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just too to post on my Facebook. Piss boner, piss boner is a bit no, much. No. Even my mom would be upset by yeah, that like, one. I think piss boner. What are they what talking does about even now? Mean? So, but if I... <laughs> we could call it morning wood and sell it, know, spell it W-O-U-L-D. Although this is like, not this is a, a addendum to the entire show. No one was talking about morning sex until we were. Yeah, well, you just asked how many times. But so, um, 
Yeah, morning I would. Uh, and then you just slip it in for a bit and like a little bit of spooning sex, a little nice. And then go and have like, you know, get yourself situated mm-hmm. with life. And then like even before noon, I think you could have some really a, some really great sex. Yeah. Then have sex again um, after dinner, but like before it's too late. Mm-hmm. Like don't wait till 2 a.m. Yeah, don't wait no, till like no. even 11 p.m. Like start having sex at 8 you know, and then just like enjoy it for whatever amount of time and then go to sleep. Um, we'll chat a bit and then go to sleep, you know. But um, and then I think on the weekend, you know, maybe that will be more of a like afternoon for a while and then like into the evening like that. That's a nicer or if you're just home. Dreaming. Anyway, yeah, uh, you, I could think you like seven, but I think like you could probably get it up to ten. Yeah, and I, I feel I think I just created a new segment on our show where at the very last second I just throw an utterly random question at you. There's nothing right, do to do with we, anything. Do you want to call it today. Cat's Random Question? I'll I'll make a, a song for that. The Cat Curveball. Cat Curveball. Okay, I'll make a, a, a segment, and that was Cat's Curveball. Oh, you wanna know? You wanna know it all? So a song we'll have just played. I'm not sure what it's going to sound like. I don't know either, but I'm excited for it. Cat's curveball. Um, great. Well, uh, but yeah, um, I guess that was that. Your curveball answered. Mm-hmm. And that's our episode. All right. Thanks for joining us at I Do and I, for I Do and I Don't Show podcast show. Um, <laughs> It's a show, podcast show, that uh, where we, we, you've heard what it was. But send us your questions. Please send us your questions to I do and I don't show at gmail.com. I do and I don't show at gmail.com and facebook.com slash I do and I don't show and uh, Instagram.com slash I do and I don't show. Follow us at those places and tell your friends about it. Like us, review us. Um, just send us praise. Sometimes just praise would be nice. Yeah. Like just, hey, we love, I love this thing or that was really smart what you said about that other thing or like I wish I was Joel's coworker, that sort of stuff. Um, And we will see you next Monday. Oh, and and one last thing that I do have to remind you is that um, if you have ants in your house, just let them do their thing. They will go away.